night. It's another edition of the Loge Book Club. Um, we are delighted to have Patty Wetterling with us and Joy Baker, who co-authored a book, Dear Jacob, A Mother's Journey for Hope. And I've read this book and relived this book as I'm thinking you guys, you know, did what you had to do for this book. And then how Joy, you know, how this all ended for you. Um, I'm really I'm really just so touched by you, Patty. We've met before, and I just think you're so lovely. And I know, tell everyone why you guys wanted to write this book. <laughs> I started writing the book while Jacob was still missing, so it was to be one more way of trying to find him. And then um, we f- found our answers, and then I wasn't going to write the book. <laughs> I took a couple of years. I, I was um, lost again. Um but Joy and a lot of people kept encouraging me. It's like, you know, they, you all were on the journey with us and in, in the process of looking back and reflecting and making meaning out of some of it was very healing, actually. Parts were real hard, but other parts were like, uh, it strengthened my commitment to fight for this better world for children. So it, um, it came together with Joy's hope. It never would have been a book without, without her. I mean, what joy. I mean, how about the whole story of you? Just to kind of summarize real quick for people, this changed how I had two young children at the time. I think how most people in Minnesota parented and around the country because it was it was so stunning. Right. And it was such a small town, and it was just so, it just seemed like this can't happen, you know, kind of thing. Right. And um, I just, we talked, you know, Jacob's, picture was everywhere and your story was everywhere and you did it out loud right you know your grief out loud but then how you advocated to get so many changes and i'm thinking at the very beginning of the book where none of the county didn't talk to the region didn't talk to the state the police offices nothing was you had to work so hard to get any information and how you got that all worked out and how you passed a law um, to protect, you know, people in communities when sexual offenders are living in your neighborhood, you need you get to know who they are and where they live and your advocacy work and training and how you you didn't know anything about it. And you thought at the beginning, Patty, I don't even know. Why would anyone do anything like this? No, I couldn't understand it. I um, It was beyond my capabilities of understanding and we shouldn't understand it it's like it's wrong you know and i think that minnesota needs to you know acknowledge the fact that we all rallied the entire state rallied and came together and i think that's what the world needs now again oh I agree. let's let's build this world that's safer for kids so kids can grow up safe and follow their dreams and that was it was i was fighting for jacob and the world that he knew and I didn't do any of it alone. I, I was told the number one way kids come home is because of the media, so people knowing their story and, and seeing their pictures. So we did. We talked to everybody who would listen, and um, and and you all, you know, came with us and carried us when we couldn't do it ourselves. That's that's really lovely to say that because I do feel like we were all in that one with Jacob together. Mm-hmm. Everyone remembers in Minnesota. Um, Brittany over there is just going to be a wreck so we're not going to talk to <laughs> no her. i just okay so it was really cool you know grabbing you in the lobby and i told you i had such imposter syndrome because you've done more for child safety my own child's safety than probably anybody and mm, that's sweet. amazing to think about and i just i do i think you're our um 
you're just a really cool person. And it's just, uh, it's an honor to be here today. So thank you. I didn't do any of it alone. I really had help all along the way. And yeah, it was, you know, so you were featured on 2020 Mm -hmm. um, last Friday night and I'm two thirds of the way through it. Um, What did that feel like for you? And Joy, we're going to include you in one second. Oh, good. Yeah. (laughs) No, that was hard. Joy was a huge part of that. They they filmed, they were out three times, I think, and they had so much. And we watched it like everyone else, not knowing what would be included. But I was really, I really thought they did a respectful job of telling our story. I was happy they shared different law enforcement agencies because, you know, they didn't have the technology to communicate way back then. Right. There was a, a, a generous man who offered... Uh, to buy, make sure they all had fax machines. You know, it's, it's not, it's just not the same. And, yeah. And so a lot of things advanced and it was because of the National Center for Missing and Exploited and law enforcement trainings and technology and all of that that came together. It's pretty, it was, I think it was well done. And I also, Tom Hauser from Channel 5 oh, yeah. here yeah. in Minnesota Live. I watched your story yesterday morning. Um, the book, if you're wondering, is Dear Jacob, a mother's, Journey of Hope, and it's co-authored by Patty Wetterling and Joy Baker, who came into the fold in 2010. Um, the beginning of the book details all the detailed information and how it's. it was just so hard for me, but also so fascinating for me at the same time, how you guys all work together and everything that happened and accumulating a little bit. I'm thinking, you know, with the Geraldo uh, Rivera, Rivera, <laughs> Rivera yeah. interview and that threw me. <laughs> oh, I know. I read about it. And so Brittany says, well, you know, when I was in Afghanistan, Geraldo came out cause I was wearing a mustache like him and came over there and I'm like, what a weird world. Yeah. That, that was in, I was in Kuwait. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, we, uh, Geraldo Rivera showed up and my friend had sent me a bunch of fake mustaches. So next thing I know I'm on the news and my grandma's like, I just saw you on the news <laughs> with Isn't a mustache. Really? She goes, my, here I am so proud of my granddaughter. And there you are with a fake mustache on the news. I'll just show you guys the photo. It is my only, yeah, the only proud thing I'll have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I should frame it at this point. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it just was so weird. She's like, I was with her all that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So Joy, you... You are a journalist. You own an advertising agency. You are a blogger. And, um, of course, I have everything right in front of me right here. Enjoythecurious.com. Yeah. And in 2010, you start solving a crime. (laughs) Well, not intentionally. Not by any stretch of the imagination. I tell this to people all the time. I was never trying to be an Internet sleuth or a true crime solver. I was just trying to be a writer. I really, I had been in marketing forever since I had graduated from college and I just was ready to, perhaps, I was thinking about selling my business and starting my act two, which was Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how to be a writer. So that was why I started my blog. I was originally curious about a story down in Florida. There was this old ramshackle beaten down um, uh, beach house on Longbow Key, Florida, and it just it made no sense. It had it was beautiful at one time, I could tell, but I didn't know why who owned it, and so that's what started the blog. And then you found, you know, in Painesville, Minnesota, um, the gentleman Jacob, not Jacob, excuse me, what's Jared? It? Jared. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is just it's. Can you just share a little bit about how that all unfolded? Because that is a a wild story. 
Okay, so in 2010, when I started the blog, I started writing about Jacob's case just because I was looking for a new mystery kind of to write about. Mm -hmm. So I Googled Minnesota Mysteries. Jacob's name came up because, of course, Jacob's name came up. And I just had not paid attention to his case for very long or for, you know, I hadn't heard anything new. And then in 2013, I was contacted by um, a person who had just been named a person of interest in the case. And he was a neighbor up the road from the Wetterlings who lived close to the abduction site. And he wanted uh, to get a hold of me. And because I had mentioned his name in my blog when I'd written about it earlier in 2010. And he said, "Um, do you want to hear my side of the story? And I said, well, okay. So we we sat down at the St. Cloud Library and I listened to his story and I I felt for the guy. I just I just after one meeting I was thinking he didn't do this and who he yeah, he wanted to talk to some other people so I set up those meetings and along the way I um I found this this person's name Jared and he had been uh, abducted and sexually assaulted at the age of 12 from a town just less than 10 miles from St. Joseph and only nine months prior to Jacob's abduction. So I was wondering if I got a hold of him, if he might be willing to talk to me, might be willing to share his story, if even anonymously. And so I did, I found him just with some genealogy skills and a little luck and he agreed to talk to me. And that is kind of how we got going. Mm -hmm. We are going to take a quick break. Can you guys stay with us? Because there's so much more to talk about. (laughs) Um, We are with Patty Wetterling and Joy Baker, um, who co-authored the book, Dear Jacob, A Mother's Journey for Hope. I think today's your book birthday, isn't it? Or was it it's, yesterday? It's today. Today's the it's launch t- day. It oh, happy is. Birthday. It is. Happy <laughs> birthday. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. and we'll- Well, we are just so pleased to be joined by Joy um, Baker and Patty Wetterling. Their book just came out today, and we're so proud that you're with us, um, Joy and Patty. Dear Jacob, A Mother's Journey of Hope. And during the break, we've been talking about... Um, Everything and Patty, you know, we've met before and how this book is so meaningful because we all went on this journey with you and we all love Jacob and we all, you know, and I know you want this book to be about hope and commitment and our kids are worth it. And you're still advocating for protection for children and you're still advocating for hope. And um, I saw the pictures of in your kitchen with Tom Hauser of all your beautiful things of hope and your beautiful pictures of your family and of Jacob and your grandmother now. And it's a place of healing and hope your home. And, um, you know, joy right before the break, or I think during the break, Brittany asked you because you started doing a blog about Jacob when you saw some similarities in Painsville story and got in touch with Jared, Jared, Jared. Mm -hmm. And his story was very similar to Jacob's, but not, and it happened in the same neighborhood around just nine months earlier. And how, so here you are blogging and it kind of, the case would open and close over the years. How did people kind of, was the sheriff's department, the police department or local investigators kind of mad at you, Joy, for poking the bear? Well, Patty would probably have the inside scoop on that, but <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I had to ask. I go when yeah, people would see question. your name or see your phone number on their phone. Was it like a not this one again? Right, she I'm will sure. not let this go, kind of thing. I was not that way though. I felt all the time like I was infringing, and I told myself, "Who do I think I am? What am I doing?" But it was people. It was Jared, really, at that point. That was reeling me back in every time I thought, oh, I, I'm walking away. You know, I can't handle this. Um, 
he would call me again and say, I need I need information. I need to know who this guy is and you need to look up this person. And can you, do you think you can find this person? Can you call this person? And so it was just constant. He was on fire. Really? And, right. So it was really Jared who drove this thing for a very long time. And Jared was a friend, you know, we had met. So I asked him one time when we were talking, I said, what do you think of this Joy Baker? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And he thought she was all right, and I thought, well, that's a good validation thing. And we we built a trust. I had been approached by other people to write my story. I didn't think anybody could write my story, but it was so big. Yeah, it was so many years, and I was totally lost in the woods. I didn't know how to how to present it. My brain was scrambled with dates and times. And Joy comes into the picture, and she has all that. She knows all that. And the best thing about her is she is curious. So she number was, one thing, yeah. She started asking questions nobody was asking at that point in time. And yeah, law enforcement's not typically used to working with, you know, people. Well, nobody's used to working with somebody like Joy. <laughs> right. yeah, She's I, amazing, really. Yes. Well, <laughs> I think a lot of it's mom power. You know, yeah. I, I was a, a mom of two boys at the time, and I was working full time and didn't have time to do any of this. But when you just feel something that you can't, I often use the hashtag thinking Jacob when I wrote because I could not stop thinking Jacob. And I think all of us, you talked about this. It's just, it's hard to let this go. This, this um, beautiful boy, you know, in this Mm -hmm. yellow sweater and his blue eyes and smile. How did that happen? And it's, you can't walk away from it. It's, it's hard. And ultimately you ended up solving the case. Right. Um, It was a lot of, a lot of energy and a lot of, it was a lot of energy. Joy, um, Jared, my husband Jerry and I were, See, it was a team. Many, there's too many J's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like I like calling it, you know, a blogger, a plumber, a chiropractor, and a mom. <laughs> yeah. Because it really was, but it was an energy that was, we all felt it. Mm-hmm. It was, this is, this is going somewhere. And oh, we yeah. had been sort of stagnating and it was almost the 25th anniversary, which we didn't want to have. And suddenly she comes in with all of these other victims too. Yes. We salute Jared for telling his story. And yes. then after that, all these other victims came because she found that article knowing that there were other victims in Painesville. So now we have this team and Jared had an open case. Law enforcement couldn't walk away and they'd, they'd been working Jacob's case, but they had a person of interest. And so they weren't taking her work seriously at first. But at the end of the day, they did. And we couldn't solve it. We couldn't charge anybody. Yeah. They came to the table and pulled all the all of it, everything together. We feel that Jacob chose joy. And, and Jacob, I feel he was steering this ship the whole time. Oh, that's a, that's a nice way. And so ultimately, Danny... Dan Heinrich. Yep. Um, I never say his name anymore. Then, then we don't have to say it. <laughs> so, yeah, he admitted he was arrested on on pornography charges, federal pornography charges. Which it, I hate that even that word. It's these are images of children being sexually assaulted. Yeah, yeah. You know they are. It's documentation. Yeah, yeah. and um, so he admitted, or he he got charged with that. And after about ten months in jail, he. Um, found his best way out was to negotiate a deal. And I, all along, the police knew that I was searching for Jacob. I'll let the rest of the world deal with the guy. You know, yeah, I yeah. I didn't really even care. Yeah. Um. So we signed off to this plea agreement and he led um, officers to where Jacob's remains were. 
What was that day like for you and both of you know? It was like it was an eight day one thing after another yeah, I and we were watching it on the news. It Jerry and I news yes. And stuff. Well, Jerry and I would just look at each other at night because at first nobody else knew. It was just him and I and he hadn't signed Heinrich hadn't signed the plea agreement, so we couldn't tell anybody. Our kids didn't know right away. Our my sisters, my brother, you know, it was really hard and then and then it was really ugly and um and then everybody went back to work and yeah. or school and i had nowhere to go <laughs> i was lost i was lost oh gosh and we did we we put the book away for about 2 years at that point because mm-hmm. she was just grieving and she mm-hmm. was she was lost and it was hard to watch she felt very broken she used the word futile a lot like what was what? that all about? Yeah. Yeah. But you like, had to grieve so many times. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was hard. But but that's part of the journey. Yeah. You know, it's like we all have to make decisions. And I decided to, that the world that Jacob knew was worth fighting for. And even at that at the end, when he was not going to be part of our world, I still had now at this point I had children and grandchildren. And it's like, we're fighting for their world, your world. Your yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, she's crying again. Yeah. people like you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a yeah, very important so, fight. Yeah. Yes. It, I, yeah. I think that it, it's hard to, you have to decide. And I could have folded up and just gone to sleep. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was yeah, too much a part of me. And I also know there's still missing kids out there. Yes, there are. We have to find them and bring them home. And. I'd met many of them, and I, if these kids could be abducted and gone for 17 and a half years and pick themselves up, redefine themselves, then I can get up and do this today. You're an amazing advocate for for this. I, I mean, Patty, that's in so strong and joy. I mean, I'm just watching your connection between you two, and what a lovely gift. Yes, yes. such a gift. Have yeah. another person to go on the journey with you. Oh, my gosh, yeah. If you I, know? It's, yeah. You guys, your mission is like, it's crazy to think that there would be, there's nothing more important. There's nothing more important than the safety of kids. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what you do is the utmost important. And so like, I know it's, I mean, you know, the more I just read about the things that you've done, you've both done, it's just as somebody who's a new mom and it's the only thing I've ever wanted to be was a mom. Mm-hmm. I have to say thank you because you guys are just beyond so thank you i have to tell people the book is is a mother's journey of hope it to me going back and reliving it and listening to your story and what your family and your friends and at one point you guys are accused of doing and what you went through but how you rose above it have taught so many people about what needs to be done in these cases and how you continue to fight for our children's safety mm-hmm. is it so important and i love that you always had patty like you were all of our champion because you you showed your hope to all of us yeah. during all of it enjoy just i want to know more about you and i want to know are you going to write another book yeah, i mean will. is writing your passion <laughs> patty you said you are so she you will. are i'm yeah. sorry you are is it going to be a true crime book or how do we discuss no. it? i don't even know if that's the right language no, not a true crime book. And I've got a great story. I really do. It's a, a Minnesota story. It's significant. It's local to my area. 
But it, um, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a book. Okay. I don't know I if it's, it's hopeful. I think uh, it's yeah. really hopeful. It's something. It's a screenplay. It's maybe a blog story. I don't know what it is, but it's something. Something's milling. Something's yes. kind of cooking there. Definitely. And do you two get together? I know you're on, you know, you're on this <laughs> press journey right now, but are, is this friendship something that you guys hang oh, out it's together? A life. It's like a forever. She's stuck with me. Oh. <laughs> you guys are lucky. Well, and we get together with our husbands and play cards. And yeah. I love we that. Have Fun. Oh, yeah. Those I love two are a hoot. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's thank, very fun. Thank you both for your time thank you. and thank you for writing this important book and all the important work that you're doing. We applaud you. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Aww. Thank you. We thank do you. have two copies. Give Grant a buzz and um, we'll get those out to you. Thanks, you guys.